I just got done saying that I want to try to keep things more concise <laughs> off oh, yeah. mic. Doesn't uh, doesn't exist with me. And and literally thirty seconds in, we're already talking about <laughs> something that I have nowhere in my notes that we're gonna talk about. <laughs> but that's fun. Welcome to Let's Run That Back. I'm Cody. I'm Matt. We're two brothers who talk about movies as if our opinions matter, and today we'll catch up on what we've been up to, we'll carve up a Halloween Ends review, and we'll discuss our plans for Halloween. So without further ado, let's run that back. I know what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Back again already with another episode. I know. A lot of people probably have whiplash because they got they got Thor: Love and Thunder, and then before they knew it, Halloween was here. (laughs) (laughs) Look, everyone. Look, listeners. Cody's really busy. (laughs) He's hard to get a hold of. If I had an explanation, I would give it. But (laughs) what what really happened? Is we missed a couple weeks and there was a lot other of other things and it fell off, but we're back. A dinosaur story. What does that mean? There was a movie when I was a kid called We're Back. A dinosaur story. There was? I think it was a dinosaur story. Was it any good? Yeah, it was one of my favorites. Alright, Matt's now showing me the screen that he just looked up We're Back. A dinosaur story, and you heard it here first, folks. It's a real thing. And honestly, it kind of looks like the land before time was popular, and so this animation studio was like, we're making one. Steven Spielberg (laughs) decided we were making one. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. Real talk, it's really good. You know what? Maybe that'll be our next episode in four months. (laughs) So... What have you been up to, Matt? Have you watched anything? I've watched a few things. I watched uh, The League of Super Pets with Hudson. We both loved okay. it. Okay. That's where The Rock is Crypto, the super dog, and Kevin Hart no, is, I understand. is the bat hound. Yes, I understand. And the entire cast is awesome. Keanu Reeves is Batman. Um, John Tr- Krasinski is Superman. Ben Schwartz and Thomas Middleditch are these two hamsters from a classroom. As they should be. That's awesome. They're like, no, we're yeah, okay I love here. them too. We have Spanish class every Miracleless. I don't know why that line tickled me so much, but it's so yeah. funny. Okay, sorry. And then obviously big you know, TV event on HBO Max every week. We've been watching uh, Fixer Upper, uh, The Castle. <laughs> every single person just said out loud... House of the Dragon, as you said, Fixer Upper, the castle, that that show where jo- Joanne and Chip Gaines swerved Discovery Plus and said, no, we're going straight for HBO Max. Well, I mean, I know there was a merger, but something is now making me realize that the whole Discovery merger was because Chip and Joe did not want to be on Discovery Plus <laughs> and they saw HBO as a fixer upper. Now I'm you see now I'm the one that's going off. Are you done? You bring it out in me. Are you done? I'm trying to be concise here. 
So now we're trying to see who could stay quiet <laughs> the longest. Um, but we actually did watch House of the Dragon. Have you watched it? No. None of Funny it? Funny enough. No. Funny right, enough. Cody, the season just ended. It's time to binge, and it's fucking awesome. Okay. Dylan, my SOB, Dylan, do you, all you listeners, do you remember that from, from back when we did episodes? Yeah, SOB my, means son of a bitch. No, it means significant other's brother. So she's Kristen. He's Kristen's brother. Potato, but potato. Dylan has never watched Game of Thrones. And so he got started on that. And literally before doing this episode, we just finished the season finale of season six. Or as I like to call it, the end of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> did, um, did you film him no watching The Red Wedding? I did film him, and he had, like, no physical reaction at all. It's just we, so uh, random. There are some moments in this in this show that I don't know if I'm just more into it, if I understand it a little bit better than when I was watching Game of Thrones, but, like, like someone will die. I won't, you know, spoil anything, but, like, someone will die, and you really feel like, oh, man, I'm never going to get to see how they react to xyz how you know what i mean yeah you kind of really feel it um to that me, was how more. it was at at the height of game of thrones that was the best stuff oh man it's, it's good I, I highly recommend it yeah also on hbo max i watched barbarian all right did you watch it i did i saw it in theaters and without getting too into what I'm going to tell you about, because I have kind of like a list of movies to just kind of rapid fire. If you're going to talk about Barbarian, then we can skip to, to your stuff. I will say a listener messaged us on Instagram. He reached out and said, yo, you guys have to watch and talk about Barbarian. All I'm going to say is that I have a breakdown, a quick breakdown of, of all the movies that I watched, which was 33 movies since the last Jesus time we did Christ. this podcast i have broken down the regal anytime well and all the subscriptions i have but all the new movies that i saw i have them broken into good ones middle ones bad ones and i have barbarian in middle ones oh i thought it was great that movie got me like the first act Mm -hmm. of barbarian Mm -hmm. was one of the best horror Yep. things i have seen the way he like, built suspense in a while yeah and then the second it cut to justin long obviously like the point of that was to suck all the wind out of like the right. height of what you just reached but like then it like kept going and kept going and it really sucked the wind out of it that by the time we got back i wasn't as into the the, the story anymore like if that oh, movie had no, just stayed so, down in that so, cellar and not cut back to Justin, I just I didn't I didn't care for. Oh, it. but the Justin Long stuff was some of the best stuff because they make it. He's such a piece of shit. He and, is, and, and he was and, great. In like in like ten minutes, yes. you feel bad for him, and you and you and you don't want anything bad to happen to him. And, oh, I, I wanted all of the bad to happen to him. What I was worried about was the girl that was there at the beginning. And I will say, I mean, this isn't an episode on Barbarian, obviously, but, like, I will say, like, there were some good stuff, and every single second that they were in those tunnels Mm -hmm. was so tense. Terrifying, yeah. Terrifying. 
Dude, when they cut back, like when he found the room and they immediately cut to him Googling, like, can you list a, a hidden room X, in a basement like, as uh, extra yes. square footage? Like, and and honestly, him doing shit. the longest tape measure in existence, like, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. And, like, and it was funny. That was, I'll give them that, that that scene where Justin Long had the tape measure was one of those rare moments where you're, like, laughing, but you also know how terrifying. Right. So it's that perfect mix of you're just waiting for, like, the jump scare. But you're also thinking, how long is this tape measure that he's <laughs> right. just pulling and pulling? So there were some good moments, but... The guy who made it described it is he wanted two tones. Upstairs was a David Fincher movie, and downstairs was a Sam Raimi movie. Okay, that's actually I feel like a very he did good pretty description. Well. Yeah. That's a very good description. It's just, I think that the reason that I came out of it giving it a middle one is because... It set my expectations so high. Like, this, it, I know that I exaggerate a lot, but this is not an exaggeration. That first, like, 30 minutes mm-hmm. was the best horror movie I have seen in a long time. Yeah, yeah, it was very good. And, and the fact that it lost it for me was just, like, infuriating. Disappointing. <laughs> but hey, listener that wanted us to talk about that, we talked about Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. Um, of all the movies I saw, without going into them, I'm just going to, because I'm trying to be concise, Matt. Good ones were Nope, Bodies, 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 X, Pearl, The Night House, The Brood, and Lake Mungo, which I just realized I wanted to preface I've heard of this. two of those movies. Some of them are old, and then some of them are like, came out more recently but i wanted to say the most important thing that i watched in the last what's it been seven years since we did this was a shutter original so to you four people out there that have shutter subscriptions <laughs> they made a docu-series that was called the 101 greatest horror movie moments of all time and it's a list show that starts at 101 and counts down to the number one greatest horror movie moment. And there were a bunch of movies I'd never seen. And so I added them to a watch list. And that's why there are some old You got movies. on those, right. Okay, so just real quick, go through the middle and the bad. The middle ones were Where the Crawdads Sing, Barbarian, as I said. Terrified, which is a, a South American horror movie that was on the Made list. Named and Tara. Autopsy of Jane Doe. And then the bad ones were a movie called They Look Like People, which I think is a great title, but it was a terrible movie. The Invitation, but not the horror movie. It was the vampire like romance movie that recently came out. It was fun, but it was like bad. Um, Blair Witch, which is a recent like 2016 like sequel. Oh made me nervous for the Blair second. Witch Project was on the list of 101 greatest horror movie yeah. moments of all time yeah and it's amazing yeah and, but this this 2016 or whatever Blair Witch is trash smile was another one <laughs> so that I was heard bad. smile was halfway decent that's what everyone keeps saying and I feel like I'm insane 
Well, sorry. What he said was there were a couple of parts that were like were cool, but most of it was forgettable. And then the last movie, um, let's just say we'll get to that in a minute. So then I think that we have now been talking for 20 minutes, which is double the length of time I like to be talking about the what we've been up to. But hey, we haven't been here for a few months. So Listen, so what I'm going to do for Halloween is... Uh... No, Matt. So this episode, we are talking about Halloween Ends which is the last in a trilogy directed by David Gordon Green. Um, Halloween Ends is written by Paul Brad Logan and Chris Bernier and Danny McBride and David Gordon Green. And it shows. When you see that many writers, you know that you're in for something. But here's the shocking part. They're all attached with an ampersand instead of the, na- the word and. So they all worked on it together. They all worked on it together. So it, that's that's also perplexing to me. Is It's not even one of those things where the script was like passed from person to person. It's four people. It was like a freaking writer's room. Uh, starring, man, you can already feel the, the tension in here. It's starring the legend, Jamie Lee Curtis, and the unknowns, Andy Matichek. Rohan Campbell, etc. Halloween ends. Oh, spoilers for Halloween ends, as well as, you know, the rest of the trilogy. And honestly, probably the original Halloween. So just spoilers for anything related to Halloween. The movies, not the holiday. Halloween ends takes place four years after Halloween kills. Lori is now trying to be a good grandma for Allison since Allison's mother was killed in the last one. Simultaneously, we're introduced for the first time to Corey. Back in 2019, he accidentally killed a kid he was babysitting and has been shunned by the community. But now, in present day, Lori introduces him to Allison. And even though they've only met once, they are now Bonnie and Clyde level in love with each other. Michael has been MIA for the last four years, but it turns out he's been chilling in the sewers like Pennywise from It. Corey finds himself in the sewers, and Michael Myers has a connection with him and lets him go. And Corey is presumably infected by Michael's evil. Can I just butt in and say that all of this is just assumed and none of it is explained during the movie? Yes. Okay. You're 100% right. Despite Lori warning Allison about the dark path that Corey is now on, Allison still wants to run away with him. This is because the last 10 hours she's known him have been the best she's ever had. She doesn't say that. That's just, again, that's what's happening in the movie. Corey tries to kill Lori, but she bests him. He kills himself just as Allison walks in to find Lori holding the knife over Corey's dead body. Allison ignores all the details in the room that point to Corey being a psychopath and storms out angry at Lori. Michael then shows up, out of the blue. Lori fights, almost to the death, but gets a last-minute assist from the feeling-guilty granddaughter Allison. The entire town comes together within five minutes, and they toss Michael's body into, like, a wood chipper or something. A car crusher. So it's finally over. But as Lori says, evil never truly dies. It just changes shape. 
which is a fun reference because in the original Halloween, at least, Michael Myers was credited as the shape. All right, so I had some fun with that bio, kind of poking fun at the movie, but let's actually say what we think about it now. Before we get going, okay, I, w- I do want to say that I did have fun watching this movie. It was a positive experience. I'm really glad that one of us felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I knew that you don't go on Letterboxd anymore. I used to not write reviews for movies that we're going to talk about because I was worried you would see what I thought beforehand. Mm -hmm. But I know you don't go on Letterboxd anymore, so I did leave a review for this one. Okay. And I wrote, this was pretty much terrible in every possible way it could have been. (laughs) That's how I feel. Uh, That's that's the concise way of how I feel. How did you feel? Because you had fun. That's good. I had fun. But it was like, a, okay, no, there's no way. Like, something's going to happen. <laughs> right. This, this can't be all it is. This can't. It can't be. I kept I kept waiting for, like, a redeeming scare or something like that. But, like, it yeah. just never came. The whole thing you know what? kind the of very just first happened. The, the opening, when, when, he act, when it shows Corey when killed Corey, the little kid. Yeah. Yeah. We'll by say accident. by accident. Yeah, that was a holy shit moment. Like when the that kid was a great falls. Intro. Yeah, like falls off the stairs onto the. It was a great intro because you expect Michael to be involved in the intro of a of a Halloween right. movie, right? And so was a, that was a good like twist, right? So that was good, and it was all downhill from there. <laughs> so I'll say the good for me was. Jamie Lee Curtis, sure, she was phoning it in. She didn't want to be there. She didn't, she clearly, like, on her face while acting, she read the script. She knew that this was not good. But you know what? I love Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode, and that's just a fact. You know Um, know what? I'm going to say it. I don't. (laughs) I love her in the first one. I thought she was great. In the 70s. Right. And then this, the the one they made, what was it, 2016? 2018. 2018. It was like, okay, it's kind of like a badass Sarah Connor type cool. of twist on her, which was neat, but she also was barely in it. So yeah. you just got like glimpses. These last two, the Halloween Ends and Halloween Kills version of her. Not doing it. She Yeah, she comes off as a blowhard. Because I thought that the first one, like, it was a good idea having her be, like, not really a good person anymore because the whole, her entire life is just right. being well, ready. And it, was, and, and it was all born out of paranoia. It was all, yes, like, yes. he's going to get me, he's going to get me, I have to do this as a defense mechanism, right? And what made it good is that she was right. Yeah. And then she was prepared. But in these, it's like, I don't know. She's just, she's like... She just exists. Portraying herself as a confident badass who bested death. And it's like... Right. Okay, you can be that and not acknowledge it, and then you're cool. But if you, like... <laughs> if that becomes, like, your own identity that you perpetuate, it's like... Get over yourself. 
I really liked the there was a meme that was around before this movie came out that was like Jamie I feel like at this point you're just starting shit with him like (laughs) like you're just starting shit with Michael which which isn't really true because Michael wasn't in this he loves killing but my I only have one other good I'll give it to them that they were brave for what they did here they were brave (laughs) they were just brave it was none of it was a good idea and they moved forward on all of it michael just living in a cave for four years okay okay i'm not like confused yet but then this kid like him like almost like transferring the evil over to him like he like possesses him or something i was like are they really doing this and then as i saw from the rest of the movie they were so and i'm so yeah so do you have any other good things i don't the music the the music was really good i thought it was okay halloween is known the original halloween is known for its soundtrack like that's that's like mm-hmm. one of its most the biggest qualities and it's like obviously nothing's gonna be that and i felt like it just i didn't even notice it <laughs> and the good parts of the soundtrack are just doing the original soundtrack yeah kind yeah of. maybe i just love the halloween soundtrack <laughs> it's so good i have it on vinyl actually nerd hipster the bad. I've got the I've got the 1979 Halloween soundtrack on vinyl. It's the most hipster thing you've ever done. I've only ever brought it up in every conversation I've ever had. Um, <laughs> Titanic's not even a good movie. The, Sorry, go ahead. Titanic's a good movie. It's Avatar. It's not. <laughs> anyway, so so get your facts straight. So, I made jokes about Allison and Corey's relationship in the beginning because it flat out made no sense and is not how humans interact with each other (laughs) the the flirty like dialogue between them and even between jamie lee curtis and will Patton, even though i don't mind jamie lee like laurie strode and the sheriff like i don't care if they're together i just found the dialogue really cringy and like out of character for both of them yeah um and and so like the way that like allison saw Corey for like one second and was like in love with him and they had all that flirty dialogue that was so cringy and then on their first date they had this huge blow up fight where he was yelling things like you should have known not to take me in there you should have known and it's like she's known you for like 30 minutes (laughs) it was like it was like they were breaking up after five years of being together i will say i think that the like it was implied. See, this is the thing is nothing is explained yes. in this movie. Yes. Nothing, nothing is told to the audience. And I right. know that on out of the other side of the, my, my mouth, like I'll complain if things are too like heavy handed and we're like spoon fed as an audience. But like this needed to be explained. You also need to give the audience some information like to gather on their own. Absolutely. I think what they were going for, what was implied was that everyone kind of knew who he was as like the the murdering babysitter or whatever he is yes and then everyone obviously knows who she is because of everything with michael myers correct so i think that they were supposed to have like bonded over their shared experience of being like a um pariah to the community outcasts right 
But again... But as you said... <laughs> nothing's explained. And this could have been fixed if there were two movies before this that you could have introduced Corey in. <laughs> oh, wait. There were. <laughs> like, if... Like, could you imagine if, like, Halloween 2018 opened with Corey accidentally killing the kid, and then, like, throughout the trilogy, he kind of was around, and Allison interacted with him, right, and, like, right. this really could have built into something pretty, like, interesting, mm-hmm. but my god. Like, I cannot stress how, like, I was watching it thinking I was... I felt like I was watching aliens try to make a movie of what they think humans would be like. (laughs) And so, you know, another one of my bads was Corey being introduced now instead of earlier, which is what I just said. But um, did you have any bad... Like, I I still have more, but I'll let you say one if you have. I don't... It's it's, it's, it's more of the nothing nothing is explained kind of thing. It's... it's... So Michael Myers, and and stay with me here, but Michael Myers, in my opinion, has never been supernatural. Yes, he's like impossible to kill. Yes, he's like crazy strong, but there's never been any like, I don't know, spirit implied. You know what I mean? Right. He's just been a monster. He's they been imply he's evil the boogeyman, personified. but right. like, he, yes, he's, he's just evil personified. Then to just completely shift and like we make eye contact and now you are me. Pretty much. And again, imply yes that supernatural aspect of the movie, but then don't explain it. Yes. It's like, hey, and yes, this is the third in a trilogy. Technically, the 2018 one was supposed to be a sequel quote-unquote sequel to, to the original the original so okay we'll right. we'll call this the fourth in their timeline right correct there's still what 12 halloween movies <laughs> right where the supernatural is never alluded to or anything so <laughs> after after 11 movies you're just gonna swerve into the supernatural spirit being passed into another person thing right and <clears throat> we're supposed to like just go with it with no explanation it's kind of and going off of that sure it's implied oh he maybe he passed it on but then later you see that michael is still michael because like he's still like doing most of the killing and Corey's like learning from him mm-hmm. so it's really almost like Corey's like lust for murder was an infection that he took from michael while michael still kept his faculties as <laughs> right. well Right. And so, like, it almost, like, like I said, like, in my opinion, there's almost no redeeming what was happening in this movie. But let's pretend that they set up some of this stuff earlier on. If you had it where, like, old man Michael that, like, he's getting so old that he's not going to be able to physically do this anymore unless he's inhuman. What if he was able to somehow pass all this on mm-hmm. to a younger body mm-hmm. and then his body dies? And it's like, it all just starts over again, well, you that, know? That was what, I mean... I guess what I thought was happening. I guess there's still time, but, like, spoilers for the very end of it. Right. Like, they threw him into a car crusher, but they yes. never show you what happened to Corey's body. 
So like if right. they if they had just yes. thrown something on the end credits of Corey doing the I know I'm about to do a visual aid on an audio uh, medium, but if they had just shown Corey doing the like, and he's doing the thing where he sits up just his top half while his legs stay perfectly still. But, it would have been like, oh shit! Like it would have been again right. a redeeming quality. It would have Absolutely. at least at least given some sort of explanation to why they went through all this. And because it took me so out of the movie, how confusing and just didn't make sense him and Allison's whole thing was. I almost wish he was just a character separate from the main storyline the whole movie going through this and then yes that they ended it like that and because then it's like like, okay michael myers is dead but you didn't kill the boogeyman exactly and then evil doesn't die it just changes shape makes sense exactly which it it, god i just fucking fixed it but you still have to go back (laughs) and add Corey to the first two movies i I won't accept him being introduced now out of nowhere right right especially if you want him to now carry the franchise on his back (laughs) so i mean in the interest of being concise (laughs) do you feel that we've given this movie its due i always feel bad like completely shitting on a movie because a lot of people worked really hard to to do some really good stuff the special effects were good like I'm sorry, I have okay. one more thing. A bad thing? Wait, did you just stop your apology to all the filmmakers about how bad the movie was to add another thing that was no, bad about it? It's another thing. It's just the script. It's just the script. It was a bad, bad, bad script. And a lot of yeah. people worked really hard to make it the best it could be, but you can't make you can't make lemonade out of shit. Like, yeah, they should have gotten some more eyes on that script, probably. And again, talented people putting it together. It just... It seemed like they didn't have bit off a little more than they could checks and balances. Right. Right. I've noticed over the course of watching horror movies, there's two there's two categories. One category makes very, very unlikable people. Just so when they die, you as the audience don't like feel bad. Care. Yeah. And I feel like when you remember at the same time I'm watching House of the Dragon. When you okay. make very, very likable characters, and then yeah. someone kills them, oh, you hate that character. So, yeah. like, am I meant to like Michael Myers and Corey? No. Because they had, like, the... Like, I'm, I'm thinking specifically of them killing the doctor and the uh, the nurse that beat out yeah. Lori's They got the promotion or whatever. Right. It's like, wow, they went out of their way... In the whole first part of that scene, to make those two as completely unlikable as possible, just to kill them. Which was, and the way they made them unlikable wasn't even, like, that crazy of a thing. It was, like, okay, so they were, like, sleeping with each other. Like, okay, who cares? Well, I mean, more more so on the doctor's yeah. side, he where, was like, like he only gave her the promotion because, because right. they were sleeping together, and she was only doing it for you know career yeah. reasons or whatever what it, it doesn't matter they went out of their way to make them unlikable just to kill them just so to like i don't know soften the blow but for me at least like that stuff is more impactful more scary more effective if you like the characters that you're losing absolutely it makes you feel bad it makes you feel more scared when the character you like is in a dangerous situation right 
and like you said, you kept waiting for a scare. But even that scene didn't even have a build up. Like he showed up and they killed him. End right. of scene. I mean, and not for nothing, Lori and her granddaughter, they made kind of unlikable also. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> because pretty they were made they were made unlikable through like inaction, pretty much. Like Right. Allison just like Allison. She just was made into the dumbest person alive that just ignored every red flag that exists in mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, let me, I want to be 100% clear. I'm going to explain something that happened in the movie, and I'm not going to embellish any of it to, like, make it sound worse than it is. I'm just going to say what happened and let let it lay. Straight from that moment where Corey and Michael killed the doctor and the assistant or you know whatever she Mm -hmm. was he comes still with blood on him i believe and he goes to allison he walks into the room and she says what's wrong and he says it was something along he asked her a question in regards to her surviving the Mm -hmm. last time in the last movie and it was like i'm not doing i'm trying to remember but it's something along the lines of like what was it like seeing him and like living through that Mm -hmm. and she like looks him in the eyes cut to they just had sex (laughs) like it's the next day (laughs) it was like again i'm not trying to like (laughs) but like what about that conversation (laughs) was like i'm doing this like so anyway so like so then you're just like okay so everyone's an idiot and then Lori says he's on a dark path you shouldn't be with him like, I know, like... Sorry, I mean, and the impetus to, oh, he's obviously on the dark path, is I looked out the window and he was standing behind a bush like Michael Myers was in the first movie. Which is pretty much, in Laurie's mind, I mean, he's guilty. <laughs> like, that's over, right? If you'll remember, every other character in the movie, Matt, not one of them stood halfway behind a bush, except for That's Corey. true. That's true. That is a very good point. And then Allison says... No, like you're Michael Myers. You are the e- whatever. And Lori says, "Well, I tried." <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> I'm done talking about it. Say what you want to say. I will say at the end when they set everything up like she was gonna kill herself. It really did feel like, oh my god, is she gonna kill herself? Is this how? It is was... that how this is gonna end? You like believed she was going to for a minute there for a second and it would have been cooler if i hadn't been waiting for the shot from the trailer of oh, her see, like, i didn't the watch gun. the trailers yeah i try not to watch trailers it's just you go to the movies and they play the trailers like it's... well have a baby you'll, you'll never go to the movies again <laughs> is that all it takes okay so we talked about this about as long as we talk about everything this episode is not concise let's get to the ratings i'm giving this movie I'll never give something zero stars, and I'll never give something half a star. Everything will at least get one star for me. And that is what Halloween Ends gets, is one star. And that whole star is for all the hard work the filmmakers put into this. I I agree with you. Giving a movie one star feels disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have this to tr- movie I'm going to try and get over that. I'm going to try and get over that and this movie gets half a star from me. <laughs> <laughs> 
the movie was disrespectful to Halloween fans everywhere, and so we we can be disrespectful. But it was just I wouldn't I, like, recommend it. What did, what did we give Halloween Kills? I was wondering the same because because Halloween I, Kills on, was not good. It wasn't good, but I enjoyed it because there was like a lightness to it, right? Like. That was like I was fine with it. They were doing stupid things, but the whole thing felt like it was kind of stupid. There was just um, no life to this at all. Exactly, so it truly like... ended. <laughs> you keep saying, you keep saying, you feel bad, and then you like <laughs> pour salt in the wound. You say, you almost say something worse than what you uh, said before. I do because these people are at least doing it. You know what I mean? I work at it's a grocery job, store and yeah. I'm sitting around talking about it. Like they're right, doing of it, course. so like there's something to be said. But like I just, yeah, it's hard. Actually, I do have a question for you from my sob dylan he wants to know what movie was worse halloween ends or nomadland they were bad in different ways but (laughs) halloween ends okay if you said nomadland i was i almost said it just to get a rise out of you (laughs) for me to say you're a fucking liar (laughs) i almost said it just to get a rise out of you Kristen, who famously said about the new mutants I didn't expect it to be so bad so fast. (laughs) (laughs) Said while she's working from home and Halloween ends is on the TV to her right. And so she just peripherally watched this movie. She looked at me at one point when I had it paused and said, I think this movie is worse than the new (laughs) movies. And that was saying something. Nomadland was boring and I didn't care. Yeah. But at least I could appreciate, like, the cinematography and that they were trying something different and that Frances McDormand was, like, acting her ass off and was doing a great job and, like, all those things. I just wasn't a fan of the movie. This movie didn't have any redeeming qualities. All right, so we're moving on from (laughs) Halloween. (laughs) And we're talking about Halloween. I think I speak for both of us when I say we don't recommend Halloween ends. If you want to watch a Halloween movie, watch Halloween from 1978 but you know halloween is just around the corner by the time this comes out it'll probably have already passed but halloween is one of my favorite holidays and so you know i was just gonna say what do you have any plans for halloween are you doing anything with like carrie and little hudson um i'm working during the day we got little hudson a little scarecrow costume that he will uh not wear the hat for so it kind of Whole thing falls Kinda apart, but that's okay. Thing, but it? that's okay. That's okay. He's still adorable. Is he adorable. planning to poison Gotham's water reservoir with fear toxin? I cannot confirm or deny. Okay. The people who live across the street from us, well, across the street and one house down, um, they go big for Halloween. They have this whole big party. Their house is all done up, music, you know, whole nine yards. So we'll probably take Hudson up and down the street trick-or-treating. And then probably just hang out across the street for a little bit. By by trick-or-treating, you mean... <laughs> do you mean push your one-year-old in a stroller? You know, or he walks is he going to be walking? He walks. I know he walks, but like all the way up and down the street? Yeah, I don't know. We'll probably just walk up and down the the, the street. And, and get him some candy. Anyone who's outside who wants to see him. Because the neighbors all okay. love him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was ready, all the parents giving the candy, looking at him, going, 
is your mommy and daddy gonna be eating all this candy <laughs> and i was just like oh boy i can hear all of it <laughs> yeah for halloween we don't have any specific plans except to dress up in costumes but we <laughs> but we haven't really figured out anywhere specific to go well you're um, welcome to come to my neighborhood right because they're having the big party and mm-hmm. should we just should me and Kristen as two like pretty much 30 year old adults go <laughs> up and down your street trick-or-treating and when they open the door i say your exact address and say i'm his brother (laughs) 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 oh gosh um but we are probably this weekend we're going to be doing carving some pumpkins and watching a scary movie so we're probably going to kind of do some halloween stuff like just us but gosh do i love having an excuse all of october to like watch horror movies without people being like why do you want to watch all those because they're just like oh it's halloween so that's that's mostly why i've watched 33 movies like half of those have to have been this month so that's about it you know (laughs) what are you guys doing for halloween out there are you guys celebrating it let us know you can email us at let's run that back pod at gmail.com you can also DM us any thoughts, uh, questions. Um, just want to comment on our Instagram. Let's run that back. Any requests for movies? Exactly. Um, and if we and can't then, make uh, it, and if we can't pull it together, we'll see you guys for uh, Wakanda Forever. Yeah, exactly. Hey, <laughs> you always know that we're gonna come back when there's a Marvel movie, no matter what. So even if you're <laughs> nervous, like, did they stop doing the podcast? Just check the Marvel Cinematic Universe release schedule and you'll probably <laughs> hear from us soon after that. Whatever you're listening to us on right now, whatever, you know, if it's a podcast app, Spotify, please rate, review us. That's always great. If you're listening on our website, there's nowhere to do that. But thanks for looking at our website. That's let's run that back.com. Yeah. So I'm Cody. I'm Matt. We're two brothers who talk about movies as if our opinions matter. And this was Let's Run That Back, and that is all. See you guys in about four months.